I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. We don't fight for rings and stuff like that. I don't fear anyone. In this sport, I'm not Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I'm your host, Nestor Gibbs, and we're back for some morning afterthoughts after last night's fantastic back-and-forth war in a traditional Puerto Rico versus Mexico style of fight that Jaime Munguia and Gabriel Rosado gave us. Uh, true warrior in uh, Gabriel Rosado, man. Um, took a lot of punishment, a lot of combination punches from Jaime Munguia. Uh, Munguia showed stamina. He showed uh, punching, you know, variety for sure. You know, he mixed it up with uppercuts, hooks, you know, one-twos down the pipe. But I, I think what he was the most successful at and what gave Rosado all the trouble was really the combination punching. Uh, but, you know, boxing wouldn't be boxing without uh, its fans. And, you know, the boxing fans, what we want, we just want to ask you one question. That's right. So what's next, man? What have you done for me lately? Great. You know, you beat Gabe Rosado in a great win, in my opinion. I, I highly rank Gabe as a very skilled and experienced fighter. Um, I don't know if we had to give leather gra- letter grades. I would say he's a B minus, maybe. Maybe a C plus because he's never gotten that world title. Uh, but 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 letter grades and numbers those can be um, misleading, you know. Uh, Gabe is so much better than anything that we can, uh, you know, try to score him, grade him. Uh, you know what he brings to the ring, that heart. You know, it, it, you just can't put a a letter or a percentage on it. You know, he tried all night. Jaime's just the youth and the 
you know, combination punches, you know, his will not to fold. Uh, this did go to decision, so Gabe continues to prove that, you know, he's a tough test for any up-and-coming contender uh, or former champion in the case of Jaime Munguilla because we do know that he won a belt at 40, excuse me, 54 when he beat 147-pound uh, champion Saddam Ali who moved up and beat Miguel Cotto at 54. And then, you know, obviously Munguilla came and beat him. Now, I won't bore you to death. Obviously, we're just we're just asking something simple, man. What is next for Jaime? There's a lot of options out there for Jaime. Um, on the DAZN side, you got the winner of Andre Quigley. I didn't put Quigley in the poll because there's no way Quigley's winning, you know. Saddam Ali. I know that who many upsets took place yesterday, and maybe I would have said something like that. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't think that there's any surer fight than Andre Quigley. So he he's not, you know, in the category with Andre because I don't, you know, it would be a shock to me if Quigley beat Andre somehow. Uh, but I did put Gennady Golovkin, Murata winner, since they will be facing each other. Um, now, on the poll, you obviously can't fit all the options that we are going to discuss I think that the number one option for Golden Boy and the zone would be an all-Mexican affair with Jaime and Canelo. I don't know that Jaime is listo para Canelo. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's ready for Canelo at this point. Um, he did good with Gabe. You know, Gabe did land shots here and there, but overall, Jaime did pretty well. Came out of there unscathed, no no, no, no injuries, no black eyes, nothing, no wear and tear really on Jaime. So, you know, um, it was a war though. He took some punishment, but you know, the, the kid is, is, is a tough kid. That being said, I don't think that golden boy Oscar De La Hoya will be ready to throw him in there with Canelo Alvarez. Uh, if you can't get Gabriel's out of there, out of there, out of there faster than Canelo, excuse me, than, than, than people have done in the past or faster than what you've done yesterday, I don't think you're ready for Canelo, you know. Uh, Gabe was landing some nice left hooks to the body and bringing it upstairs, and, and Canelo's the master at that. Um, a sexy fight for DAZN to try and bring some attention to them on a Cinco de Mayo, uh, you know, would be Charlo versus Munguilla. That is a good fight. Now, Keep in mind that Charlo is cross-network, but but very, very possible due to the high ranking of Jaime Munguilla. Munguilla is already ranked number one in the WBC at 160 pounds uh, behind the champion uh, Jamal Charlo. With this win and the, and, and the convention a few days out, you know, I wouldn't put it past Jaime being mandated as a mandatory in, 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 in many of these categories. He's number four in the WBA, but we know the WBA is what? Benefits Al Heyman. Now, no one really there. Chris Eubank is busy with Liam Williams, and we never heard of this guy. And 
I joked about this in the pre-pro, about them putting Jaime in there with Sergio Martinez. But that's the WBA. WBC, he's number one, and he just came off a win, so he can easily be the mandatory come November. Then, he is all the way in 12 in the IBF, but none of these guys hold a better win than him. So, maybe after the rankings come out, he jumps over all these guys. Butts. he lost at 68. I don't know what he's doing at 60. So, then he's number one in the WBO to Demetrius Andre, which is in-house a la DAZN. And by in-house, I mean DAZN. You know, so, yeah. There are options for Jaime and... A lot of things can happen. A lot of things can happen. Now, according to Jaime, listen to who he wants. Yes, we are ready for Golovkin, but I want to fight with uh, Derevian Chenko as well. So he said, we are ready for Golovkin. But I want to fight Dervianchenko as well. Mind you, Dervianchenko is already scheduled in a fight to face Carlos Adamas, in which I think he'll beat Adamas. Adamas just never been on that level. If if Dervianchenko has anything left, you know, he'll be probably too much for Adamas, who doesn't take punches well. And Dervianchenko, you know, at the very least, can slightly punch, get your respect. But Jaime, looking at Golovkin and Dervianchenko. En el ring, como le digo, eh, es una gran experiencia haber estado eh, pues con uno de, de los peleadores que, que, ha, que, que, ha, que ha peleado con, con, con los mayores. So he's just expressing that it was a wonderful experience to have shared the ring with someone like Gabe Rosado who's been in the ring with, you know, tons of uh, elite level names. <coughs> Yeah, Brandon, Dervianchenko. Um, some guys aren't ready. Like, you got to remember, this guy was uh, not rich, brought up in Mexico, and he got a team late. You know, he just got with Eric Morales two, three fights ago. You know, he just got with Golden Boy um, the fight before or the fight of the Saddam Ali fight. So it's like they're developing him. You know, they're really developing him and he's developing himself. He's no he's in no rush. Look what he's telling you. Give me the 39-year-old Dervianchenko after another fight with Murata or give me the guy that the 39-year-old Dervianchenko lost to but then went on to lose to Charlo and has a fight schedule like he's not silly. He's he's letting you know that, you know, he's still developing and they're choosing the right fights. They're choosing the right, And there's nothing wrong with that. Jaime is 25 years old. I've seen youth and uh, he's already a one-times champion. So, you know, no, he hasn't unified. And I like to use Danny Garcia as that barometer because Danny at 27 was unified and a two-time champ, I believe, already at welterweight. He became a champ and he was unified at 140 and he was 27. So, Jaime still has two years 
to get another belt at 60, which I believe he can if he does what he's doing. If he chooses Dervianchenko, allows Murata and Triple G to fight each other, then he get the winner. You know, um, I can see that. Same thing. If you waiting on Triple G, then you want to take Sergey Dervianchenko, who's been in there with Charlo, who could be your mandatory. He's been in there with Gennady, who's the fight you want. Now, this is what you got to understand. Jaime is in position to get a shot if he wants it. He could get a shot at Charlo. He just got to go to the WBC convention and petition. If he wants it, he could get a shot at the WBO by just simply, you know, contacting them and and asking to uh, become the mandatory because he's the number one in the WBO. So there are a lot of options for Jaime Monguilla. Even Golden Boy fighter... Don't know if he's still with Golden Boy, but obviously they've done tons of business with David Lemieux from Canada, who can also be a potential foe if you want to get him ready for the power of a Gennady or a Maroda or a Canelo. Throw him in there with a Canadian David Lemieux, who's also been in the ring with decent names and they can give you a fighter some decent rounds and, and have you... Learn a thing or two from Jaime on his way up. Uh, Ander, I don't know what do you mean by adding Gabe Rosado to the TBV team. Um, but if you mean like on a podcast, I would love him to be on. But, you know, he's a very, very busy man. Even though uh, he lost, he's very popular, man. And he runs a gym in, 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 in uh, California. And then he's a full-time fighter, so... You know, I, I would love to do any sort of collaboration with anybody that is of that level for sure. That being said, um, Demetrius Andre is that 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 true test, right? Like I think if he beats an Andre, he makes claims to a Canelo fight. Same way if he beats a Charlo, he gives claims to a Canelo fight. And even the Gennady, I hate I say it, but it is true. You know, Gennady still has that third fight option out there. Um, we don't know if Canelo will ever take it, but if you beat Gennady, he no longer has that option, and you can become that particular option. So, you know, shout out to Munguia. He hung in tough. You know, he, he took a lot of uh, craftiness from you know, Rosado, who presented a lot of that, a lot of slickness, you know, uh, some shoving, you know, Rosado did some shoving. He got warned by the ref for some after-the-bell tactics. So, you know, he was in there with a tough, gritty veteran of the sport, and he passed the test with flying colors. I mean, Jaime doesn't bruise easy, or, or Rosado wasn't really landing the way we would have wanted him to because Jaime came out of this fight looking clean as a whistle. I tell you, I don't know why the metaphor is anyway clean as a whistle when you put him in your mouth, but listen, it's crazy uh, that he doesn't look swollen. He doesn't look, you know, beat up on. Um, so, yeah. I mean, the the reason he would have a claim to, to, to Canelo 
Big Nick is because obviously Canelo has made Andre more popular than he's ever been, right? Um, he's made Andre this horrible fighter who uh, he's decided not to fight. So believe me, the questions will be now that Jaime beat the fighter that you didn't want to fight because you thought he was horrible, does does that make Jaime any better or or, or or on the radar? And I think it's a yes. I, I, I don't think you can beat Demetrius Andre and not become a possibility for a Canelo Alvarez. I mean, that how does that make sense, right? Like, you know, they know each other. He's been in the division with Canelo since 54, 60. They've had the altercation now at the... Uh, the Billy Joe Saunders, I believe, um, press conference, or yeah, maybe the Billy Joe. I don't know. The point is, I don't believe that. I believe if you beat a Demetrius Andre, you do have a claim because the other reporters and 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 media members they will tell the world who Jaime beat. It's not like because Canelo said Demetrius is a horrible fighter, the world thinks he's a horrible fighter. They might not love his style, but they want to see him in these fights with Charlo, Eubank, Canelo, Gennady, and uh, I'm sure they, they will take a Jaime Munguia. Let's check our poll to see where Andre is. Look, he's he's the highest option. He's 40. Okay, just moved to 39% of our votes are voting for Demetrius Andre, not Golovkin Murata winner, which is 33%, and Eubank Williams winner, which is 10%, and Charlo, which is only 18%. So Andre, who we spoke in the least of here on today's episode, is the most wanted challenge for a young Jaime Monguia. Um, I like that fight because of Jaime's style. He presents some danger for Andre because of all the punches and the, the constant pressure. Like his pun, his pressure is due to four and five punch combinations. You know, not everybody can take that. That's just the bottom line. But um, yeah, man, if you guys are interested in this particular uh, episode or and or, you know, you want to give your opinion, then you know the number to call in is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. We're talking what's next for Jaime Monguilla. Is it Saúl Canelo Alvarez? Is it Jermall Charlo who can do June? You know, let's hypothetically assume guys are saying, well, you know, Jaime and Charlo, they can't take Cinco de Mayo. Okay. No problem. Let's do June 19th again. He did Monguilla. Well, excuse me, Montiel, Juan Montiel, the cousin of Fernando Montiel. So Charlo Jamal can absolutely offer Jaime, the WBC number one from Mexico, a shot at his belt in Houston or San Antonio, anywhere in Texas. It makes perfect sense. Now the issue becomes... Will the zone be okay with Jaime leaving the network? As we know, Charlo ain't going anywhere. Now, I wonder, does Charlo take a shot like this? Or does he 
continue to fight 154-pounders and guys that he knows he can beat so that he can stay undefeated and wait for his opportunity at a, at a title shot with Canelo. Because obviously, if you get in there in a fight with, with Jaime and lose, you also lose your Canelo Alvarez shot. It's just that simple. It's like busting that pimple. You ain't going to get the big payday if you lost to Jaime. Jaime moves on to get your payday. You want payday. I know that. And them combinations of Jaime, they in there. He mixing them straight down the pipe with one, two. He'll do one, two, one, two, or do one, two, one, two, three, four. Like, my man was just bringing it, man. Uh, and, and look, Rosado, he just was taking too many shots. He, he was doing the high guard and, and, and taking too many of those on the guard, on the arms, on, on the hips, on the stomach, everywhere. Jaime was mixing them up. Jaime was mixing them up. But based off that Montiel fight with Charlo, I don't know. Jaime gives him a tough fight. And I wonder if they feel ready. Now, I, we heard what he said in his post fight, but that's just one post fight. You know, he could have been interviewed a dozen more times and had other things to say. I'm just saying, if I'm Eric Morales, the trainer of Jaime Munguilla, and yes, Hall of Fame Eric Morales, the trainer of Jaime Munguilla, I'm looking at that Charlo Montiel fight, and I'm saying to myself, we knocked out Montiel, we being Jaime, Team Jaime, Munguilla, and we are better than Montiel. We are better than Montiel. Everything that Montiel did in that Charlo fight, Jaime does better. That's a good fight, man. He probably should push for that WBC. I feel like, look, a southpaw is a southpaw. Then, then he's awkward, you know. Not trying to give Canelo any mother freaking more clout, but mm, you don't get the best fight when you're watching Andre fight. You damn sure don't get Rosado Munguia. You damn sure don't get Canelo Plant, you know. What do you get when you watch Andre? So it's like, yeah, maybe I do want Jaime to take that Charlo fight because it would be a straight up and down bond burner versus, you know, Andre's style that we don't know what we're going to get on what night. Now, he has been posting that someone's going to have to call the doctor. Bones will be broken. He's getting the stoppage. He's on beast mode. And I think he could stop Jason Quigley, but guess what? He better stop Jason Quigley, you know? Uh, Jason Quigley is not on this level. He did not earn a title shot. This is some sort of voluntary defense. Uh, he better stop Jason Quigley, you know? Well, we eat crow on Sunday tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. We're right back at you with another one. Boxing Voice going two times a day on Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll be sitting here with the whole gang, whole panel, discussing everything we've seen all week and not just this particular fight and whatever's next, any news and notes and headlines. So, yeah, tune in right here at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 8 p.m. Central. Let me... Open up the phone lines. If you want to call in, you know the number, 1425-569-5241. Press 1, one time. Voice your opinion right here. Voice of the people hotline. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. 
These calls are brought to you by Big Rigs Trucking Agency, experts for all your insurance and trucking needs. For quotes and consultations, visit us at brtagency.com or contact us at 908-943-6918. All right, all right, all right. Let's go out to David Maldonado, New York City. What is up? What he done to the boxing world to be number one in the junior weight division? Yo, yo, good morning, man. Good morning. Top of the morning, Ness. What up? Yo, Ness, I agree with you. I think I like Mongia's um chances with Charlo. Because when he fought Montia, he was letting his hands go. He was connecting on Charlo. Mongia got some nice combinations. I'm proud of Gabe Rosado, though. He definitely, he represented, you know what I'm saying? He's like a true warrior. Any other Puerto Rican would have been, if that would have been Belanga, he would have got folded in half. Gabe Rosado stood his ground. And I still think Gabe Rosado beats, he, I still think Rosado could beat Belanga. Um, as for, as Mongia, I would like to see him fight Triple G. Because in the Canelo fight, it shows that Triple G doesn't fight that good when someone's backing him up. I think Munguia will probably be able to beat Triple G right now at this point. As far as the Puerto Rico versus Mexico rivalry, that shit is over with until we get an elite fighter. Man. Hopefully Shakur fights Oscar Valdez, so that could be our win for Puerto Rico right there. That's the closest thing we got to a Puerto Rican fighter right now. I mean, Shakur coming right now, out with Mexican... Outfits, man. You better get him to wear a Puerto Rican flag at least. I know he should. He should do that. His fan base will really increase because he's half Puerto Rican at the end of the day. And I see a lot of Alfredo Benitez moves when he fights. But, um, yeah, man. Jaime Hany- Munguia is looking pretty good, man. I'm impressed. His defense got better. I noticed he-, he measures his range and his distance a lot better, too. And that's something that Eric Morales was good at. And just like Eric Morales, he's a dog. Morales was the kind of fighter that when you hit him, he wants to come back immediately immediately and start opening up with combinations. And that's what Munguia was doing. He really surprised me with Rosado. I thought Rosado was really going to beat him. I hope that um, – I don't think this is the end for Rosado. I think they, they Rosado really deserves to have a couple of real, real soft touches, you know, get his confidence up. And his last big fight after this, I think I really want to see Rosado versus um, Edgar Belanga. I, I really believe if there's ever a big fight that I believe Rosado could win, I really think he could beat Belanga. I think he, I think he stops him, especially after I've seen him from Belanga's last couple of fights, man. You agree on that? I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't think they're ready to cash in on Belanga yet. I mean, I don't know. See what happens with that. Or maybe the Danny Jacobs rematch could be something for um, Gabe Rosado, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, Rosado's tough. He's probably he's probably too tough for Belanga right now, even after that. Well, well we don't know what he's going to have. He is 35. He's, he's got hella fights, and that was a tough fight. That was a lot of shots. He 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 blocked a lot in the early rounds, but they started getting in more and more and more as that fight went on. And 
And look, he went 12. I know. I thought he was going to get stopped he after a while. He went 12. Those I were, thought he was going to get stopped after a yeah, while. Yeah, those were a lot of shots. And he went 12 with all those shots. You know, you just never know what, what what's the deal. So, you know what's surprising me about, about um, Rosado, though? Because in boxing, when a fighter takes a lot of punishment, they get worn down. They're not the same. He took the kind of beatings in his career where right now he shouldn't even be even be being able to put up the kind of fight he's putting up. Well, I saw I saw him fight live twice. I was at the Garden when he fought with Triple G. That was on the Mikey Garcia um, Toledo card. And I also seen him live when he fought against, um, what's the Canadian guy's name that could punch? That, what's his name? Um, um, Lemieux. I seen that one. He got beat up bad. David Lemieux, to me, beat him up worse and more convincingly than anybody. I thought he was done after that. The guy still keeps bouncing, bouncing back. The Peter Quillen fight, I saw that fight. I had him winning that fight. They stopped that fight off of a cut. He got screwed a few times. He beat the dude from Mayweather's gym. Um, JB on Love, I saw that fight too. He beat the brace off that kid. They robbed him. They also robbed him against homeboy that beat Jerry Heard too. Yeah, Aries. Yeah, Aries used to be with Mayweather Promotions also, man. Gabe Rosado had some bad breaks. And I felt either way, he, he was going to have to knock Munguia out because that was going to rob him. The same way, did you watch the Showtime card? Yeah. Jose Benavidez is a joke. That guy should have lost that fight. They robbed that poor dude that outboxed him. So that dude... Yeah, man. We'll talk about that this afternoon. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. West Coast. No. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. West Coast. 6 p.m. Central. We're going to Cincy. Hey, hold up the time zone. Jump up for back with our mind on. Can't play when you here, get your life stole. If you bring it here, then the price grow. Don't jab in the punch in the line long. I drop a pigeon at nine low. We slap with the fit glass and white go. This only happens in Ohio. Yo, Ness, what up? Good morning. Buenos dias. Hey, man, I want to say I appreciate the, you know, Sunday morning pop-up show, but we talking about the wrong topic, brother. This was, this this show should have been dedicated to Alicia, man. What you doing, bro? Uh, I'm not lusting. That's what I'm doing. Talking about. Hey, man. Hey, did Jaime won the title yesterday? Alicia won the title, man. So, um, Jaime, I didn't even watch Jaime's fight. I mean, I mean, I mean, if, I, if we did a, a who should she fight next, how many fighters we gonna put in there? Oh, that's right, just Michaela Mayer. Come on, we just want to see her. We she exactly. could fight a cardboard see? box for all we care. Exactly. I'm not, you know, you know, go to a pervert podcast. I'm not into that. <laughs> hey man, come on, bro. Don't disrespect us, men of culture. We got good taste. Oh, uh, Jaime, I don't care what he does, but like I said, man, shout out to Alicia. She went over there and defied the odds. Women's boxing is in great hands with her, man. Her. You ain't even pick her. And that's, that's, I, I, see, that's, I, I, that's, I, I, that's the problem. That's the problem with this community. You know, all you do is, all you do is, is champion, campaign for her to be on the show because you want to lust over her. But never once do you call and say how good she could box. You didn't put hey, anyone in this community on. You ain't put anyone in this community on. You only put them on physically. You you didn't say she was gonna beat Harper. Now you want to oh, come man. talking. 
Get Y'all do the same thing for no, Ebony no, Bridges, man. No, we don't. Yeah. No, we don't. That you, you generalize it. I'm talking specifically to you. You know how many times you DM me asking to get home? You never broke down a fight, and then here she go had the biggest fight of her life. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't say Ness make that bet. You ain't say Bourne, J Mac, none of your community members. You ain't think. All you think about is the fact that she ain't had no bra on when she was doing her little media workout. Hey, man, it's bigger than boxing with Alicia, bro. Yeah, I know. We, you better check out IG, man. It's over, man. She a champ now. Them dudes going to come at you. It's every boxer in the world done congratulate her. She might, she might get you touched for disrespecting her these days. It's a wrap. It ain't disrespect, man. I'm a fan, man. I ain't disrespecting I want to see her, Aida Biggs, all the all the hottie boxers do well, see, man. See, there you go. Hottie box. I got to go, man. That's belittling them, man. Saying they look cute and all that. Why can't they just be fighters, bro? Terrible. But anyway, she did do her job, an amazing job. Uh, I'm very upset that I didn't know she could do it, you know. Um, and that's why I'm mad at this dude. Cause him and Brandon, they always want to get the, get her on, but don't none of them talk about her fucking boxing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why do I want a girl on? We don't know nothing about. Don't nobody got no questions. You know what I'm saying? And here, here she goes. She was a talent, right? She was good enough to become a champ on that night, and she got both green belts. That was impressive. You know, for someone like me, or for someone like me, that was impressive because I do value the IBO. We all know that. And I love my WBC. We all know that. So, yeah. Um, my friend, London Runs Boxing. <laughs> Bruh, look at those names. Mayor, Tasha Jonas. She could move up the fight Cameron and Katie Teller or et cetera. See? And and here we are doing a show with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is it seven? Look like seven to me, 160 pounders. No fantasy fights, you know? I mean, we talk enough fantasy boxing. Like, the man just had a great fight, right? And he has options, We'll talk about Michaela Mayer for all you hornbags, but it's gonna be for a different reasons. It's gonna be, it'll be about it'll be about Michaela Mayer immediately on her Instagram, wondering why Alicia talking about Jesus when she was asked about Michaela Mayer. That's what we'll be talking about Sunday at seven p.m. Thirsty ass callers, Davidian, what up? Yo, what's good, Ness? What's up? Not much. Uh, the fights is good. Um, this is my first time of seeing Alicia Bumgarner, but she did her thing. I was the way she knocked. Yo, I, whew, she caught her with the right in the third, and then in the fourth. Oh my God, froze her, froze her, call her frozen. That shit was crazy. That was a nice win, though. You know. Um, I don't know. Let's shout out to that was one of the best fights. So um, obviously David and um, I'm in Maguia versus uh, Rosado. 
Obviously, I was going with Rosado because I feel like he's had so many close fights. I'd be rooting for that dude. So, because um, I feel like he beat Danny Jacobs. I don't care what they said as far as the judging. Um, but no, nah, it was just, it was a pretty decent night of fights. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Great show, Ness. God bless. All right. Yeah, man. There is a lot of women's boxing out there, but it's just starting to pick up. You know, it's getting hot right now. I tell you one thing. Uh, hopefully, Alicia can punch as hard as it looks. Because if she can't, I don't think that she can beat McKellar, man. You know, her style is a counter-punching style. It's one punch at a time, too. Uh, McKellar is a volume puncher with height and range, and obviously can take a good punch. Counterpunch, Brandon. Yo, Ness, can you hear me, bro? Yes, sir. So let me get this right. Pilots can call in, lusting over other fighters, call them physical specimens and they love these guys and they ready to kill other callers for their favorite fighters. Y'all can ride Al Heyman and Eddie Hearn's nuts like they the second coming of Jesus Christ. But when a heterosexual man calls in to give a beautiful woman some praise, he gets ostracized. What type of shit is that, bro? What type of shit is that, man? I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in you. That's all I got to say. That's my call. All right. So... The difference is when we talk about Al, we, we talk about something that he's doing within boxing, you know, uh, some sort of achievement, some sort of fight he's made, something. Uh, and all I'm complaining about is you've been talking about her for years, but you've never called in with a fight pick. And the one time we needed your fight pick, Mr. quote-unquote self-proclaimed best call a TBV has, you didn't even make it. You didn't even pick with your heart with her. Like, you didn't come on and pick with your heart. I'm like, oh, I'm going for my boo, Alicia Bumgart. Nah, you stood quiet. I don't even think you made a call because I would have remembered because I know the connection between you and her. So that's what lets me down, bro. That's what lets me down, that you still want to lust when you know you should be ashamed of yourself as her quote-unquote number one fan, you didn't tell us. You know we a betting community. You didn't tell us she was going to win because you you didn't know because you was only lusting. But that's all right, bro. I'm not, I'm not singling you out. You allowed to do what you want. I know when I talk about these men, the way you put it, I'm giving you a reason why I'm talking about Andre and a reason why I'm talking about Jaime. And, I, and I'm just telling you that Jaime is better, in my opinion, than Juan Montal Macias or Juan Macias Montiel, who Charlo had trouble with, who actually Jaime knocked out. See, all that's relevant in this conversation. Like, you interjected Bum Garner because you worried about her bum. But it's all good, you know. Men will be men. We was all young at one point, you know. Hopefully, we could get that fight with Mikel Amir. You know, 
who else did who else did London Runs Boxing say? I think he said uh Cameron? No, that was moving up. So who else? Who else? Who else? London, who else you said, homie? I can't find your chat in time. Oh, let me just type in here. I forget that I got this tool here. London. What you got? So, Tasha Jonas. Man, ain't that the girl that keep losing? I'm going to have to look her up. See, these guys then turned this into this, but we could do this for a bit because I know, I know my co-hosts, <laughs> they ain't watched the fight. Maybe I mean, right? I mean, definitely. Yeah, man. <laughs> Homie tripping. I get him, though. You know, whatever. This is, a, I guess, a barometer fight for uh, Bumgarner to see where she's at with a girl that's been in there with Katie. But again, this is a division above. Like, you want her to move up for Natasha Jonas, who's got a draw and a loss in her last two. I'm... I mean, and she's not, you know, one of the big names in boxing that 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 I'm going to move up a, a division when I'm the champ at that division to fight you because you got a loss and a draw. Like, I'm... And and wait a minute, she got a a draw to Harper who, who, who... Didn't this girl just beat Terry Harper? Ain't that the girl she just beat? Of course. I'm lost right now. Y'all... See, that's what I'm saying. And that's what that's what they're doing. That's how you know they just horn bags. Because look at those options. Does Jaime options look this bad? Or is this one bad option for Jaime? Like, this sounds like a Dervianchenko. You know, a guy coming off two losses. A girl coming off two losses. She's coming off a loss to Katie Teller. He's coming off a loss to Jamal Charlo. He's coming off a loss to Gennady. You see how that sounds? That sounds similar. But that's Jaime's like seventh fucking option, you know? He could choose to take it first like I showed that he might. I definitely played the audio that he's looking at a Dervianchenko. But he also got Andre. He's the number one in that division. He's the number one in Charlo's division. The WBC is having their uh, convention this week. It starts Monday, I believe. So... You know, shit about to get ordered. And he's Mexicano. You know, he ain't fake Mexican. He real Mexican. And let me tell you, Paco is what? From like Venezuela or Panama? The WBO guy? So uh, I I'm sure uh, that's the reason that the WBC has Jaime at number one. And he ain't even had this win. He's already at number one. Now with this win... Again, don't be shocked if they mandate him versus Charlo. But only if he wants. Only if he wants. Believe me. They will not uh they will not be uh you know mandating it without speaking to someone in that camp. You know, and you gotta remember there's a lot of people. Fernando Beltran is in that camp. Uh then you got Oscar and B Hop. You know, because uh, Beltran brought Munguia over there. But 
Yeah, and, and then Munguia got the Golovkin Murata winner. Those are the zone options. So there's no comparison. You know, my hornbag callers are just grasping at straws. You know, and 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 and, and this gives you enough time from here to seven o'clock for you to get your female boxing talk right and present a better argument than you know, just saying that we should be talking about a girl because she's pretty. You know, give her more respect. You know, because that's that's Tony Harrison's peoples. You know, Keith, they they be, they be training with her. <coughs> a lot of the Philly dudes, and that's what she said. You know. I didn't want to believe in underdogs anymore. I didn't even bet on Rosado. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like we all know I'm having a losing streak. You know what I mean? So, I didn't want to believe in all the pre-fight hype, but, you know, I heard her talking about, man, I'm different. I, not, I, I, I spar dudes. These women spar women. And I'm like, man, every girl spar dudes. You know, at one point or another, your trainer going to put you in there with some dudes, whether they lighter than you or less experienced than you. You getting in there with some dudes. Uh, so I ain't really try to feed into it. But she did her thing, man. She did her thing. She a champ now with the green belt. So she going to get a shot and some sort of offer. It's funny because she just had a fight out here in Orlando uh, versus uh, Vicious Rose. She tuned up out here and then look, boop, got off of that title shot. Insane how women's boxing is. It ain't like that for men's boxing, I'll tell you that. You ain't gonna buy, you ain't about to get no off TV tune up and end up in a title shot. Kiko Martinez, that's right. My bad. Nah, nah, his last fight wasn't off TV though. Uh, but shout out to Kiko, man. I, yo, he became a two-time champion. It's a rap. It's a rap. He up there with the Porters and the Pedrasas and the AJs, you know, the Dannys. You can never say, yo, boxing, right? Like he's now look, I wanted Rosado. Wow. That shit just came to mind. Look, I wanted Rosado to be the new uh, Orlando Salido, but yesterday the new Salido was Kiko Martinez. Kiko got like 13 losses. He became the new Salido yesterday, man. He became the new Salido. He got two-time champion. Honestly, I thought it was three-time. I'm going to have to eventually skim through his resume because I know they said on the telecast two, but I thought it was three-time. But shout out to Kiko, man. This is why I love this sport. This is why sometimes I pick those underdogs. You just never fucking know. Like, and I know Kid Galahad. I always knew he wasn't the greatest after that Toka Khan fight. But I ain't think he was to the point where he would get slept by Kiko Martinez. <laughs> shout out to my man Barry Ward. <laughs> that was crazy, bro. Yo, that second knockdown, that well, the knockout period, like that one was crazy because he hit his head on the canvas too. That shit, he was asleep, man. That was crazy. Yo, didn't even get it to defend his title. So there we go. We back to the argument. We back to the argument, you see? Stavern was lucky he got a vacant title shot, right, with, with Ariola, then had to rematch Ariola because it was a good fight. I don't know. I hope I'm saying that right. Because if not, strike it from the record. Um, wait, I was going into that because of what? Fuck it. It was something about title shots, but I got a caller here, and that's what messed me up. Looking for this name. It is George, right? Yes, sir. And 
Tucson, what up? What's up, Ness? What's going on, man? Good morning. It's early as hell over here in Arizona. But uh, just last night was a good a good night for fights, you know, from Showtime to the zone to the early broadcasting to the finishing, you know, with the Munguia and the Sato. Um, I think my t- my takeaway was William Cepeda. Uh, he caught my eye in that, man. I was, I was pretty impressive to see him. You know, I think he's a, he's an up-and-coming rising star coming out of the zone. So, But uh, with Rosado and, and Munguia, I was very impressed with, with Munguia because, you know, Rosado is a, a vet, and you want to see a younger guy um, put in with somebody like a Rosado. You know, and that was a good point how you put, how you made it where he could be like the next Toledo. You know, and I thought that was, that was, a, good, that was a good analogy. But, you know, overall... Munguia, he did really well, man. He impressed. I think he impressed a lot of people, and there's many options at that division. And I wouldn't mind seeing a Charlo next. I mean, I think that would probably be a more realistic matchup or probably the next fight to be made. Charlo? Yeah, I think Charlo, maybe. I think Char- that would be a good one. Like you said, you know, he, he had his moments against Montiel where Montiel, you know, made him struggle. And, and, um, and, and Munguia... You know, he comes straight in there. He'll he'll take he'll take some some shots on the chin, and he'll take one to give two. And and I think that will be that will be my my takeaway and my and what I think will help Mungia in that fight. All right, brother. Well, thank you for calling in. Appreciate your time. Um, let me go out to Mad Bet Siang. Morning. Good morning, Emmy. I hear you. I hear you. Hi. Right, good morning, Ness. Looking. For, I was looking forward to this Sunday morning. Hey, Kiko. Kiko. Kiko pulled out that upset. You talked about it. You said, "What if?" And it happened. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Um, Baumgartner won me some money. How much? Baumgartner got bet, me some. Man. I didn't bet, bro. How much you made off of? Man, you ain't got to tell me. I'm about 10. It wasn't much, like 25 bucks. What, what? Oh, she was, a, she, was only a, yeah. she was only a plus 250? Yes. Oh, wow. So they knew a little something about her then. Yeah, they knew, oh, they knew something about um, the other chick from the last fight when she was getting touched up and rocked from um, the one she got the drawing that she should have lost. That's how big a bum got coming down a week. And I've seen a training at Tony Harrison. I've seen a training with Montana Love, Albert Bell, over the, um, the course of time. I think they doubted her because she was not on TV. Uh-huh. But I follow her on Instagram for two years now. And I watched her, um, these fights. It was this, uh, like a stream. Yeah. That she actually won a little belt. And I saw that she had skills. And I thought that she would, she would um, blast Terry Hopper. Because she, she's, she's a puncher. And she could box, like. Really box. She's not like McGee. He can move and, you know, she's kind of cocky with it. As you saw in the fight. Yo, McGee, McGee, McGee all in her comment section like, oh, you know, I love that you talked about Jesus, about the father and his son before anything. You re-inspired yeah, me. I'm motivated. She doesn't need better training. She's a dog, McGee. She goes for the kill, but she's just awkward. 
Yeah, she's she's actually good, man. She do need better training. She got to learn to let her hands go a little bit more. It's, it's women's fights. You can't you can't be that conservative unless you could pop. Yeah, like with two minutes, especially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I gotta say I was impressed with Mongier. He's getting better. You know, he let his hands go. I don't think he's like very powerful. I don't think he's like a uh, like Margarito. This is Margarito's sense. He took a lot of punches. The, my only, and he has a good chin. Because if I would have cut him some punches, boy, jeez. Rosado was going for it. But, you know, knowing Rosado's history with, with getting um, busted up, the amount of punches that Mongia hit him with, I thought he was going to get busted up. For real, you know, man, that was a up, lot. But, that was a lot, man. That was too much punishment. I, I, at one point, I thought they was going to stop it because it was just so many punches coming straight at him. In the one two one two style, and then he'll like he'll even do an uppercut or double that left hook, even topple yeah. down. It was getting crazy in there, man. Rosado, you know, yeah, he, he laughed. He, he laughed. That was he hit him with some shit too. He just never could follow up. Like he would get one off, and it, you know, it's gonna take oh, a combination oh. puncher to to stagger. Oh, or, huh? Oh, at the end of the round, you see um, Rosado started to get up at the end of the round. Yeah. Like, right hand, right hand, right hand. Round is over. You yeah, see, like, but, yeah, look at but a lot of those hurt. right hands didn't even land. Like, he he landed one good right hand in that fight where Munguia's back bent a little bit, you know, like a U, the opposite way and shit. Uh, but he, oh, never, yeah, 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 he never followed up. Like, he needs to... It's going to yeah. take a combination puncher. Cause Munguia got a good G, a good chin, man. That's a good chin. He has a good chin, and he throws a hell of a lot of punches. Hell of a punches, bro. He a lot, lot of punches. He throwing, man. Last comment, Benavidez. Last minute. last comment, Benavidez. Nah, nah, nah. Man, nah, he looks Benavidez, like he struggles to Benavidez is the more. It's tonight, bro. Tonight, bro. And we got some callers. I, I don't want to leave them on hold over here. But yeah, we just trying to stick to Jaime, you know. Uh, he was more, he was in more of a fight. There's no disrespect to Benavidez and my good friend, Kyron Davis. Uh, but that wasn't the fight of the of the weekend, you know. Uh, this was the fight of the weekend. And maybe I'm biased because Rosado. Uh, but I just believe this was the fight of the weekend. Uh, it was more evenly matched. And that spoke for itself. Uh, you know, it's sad I didn't bet on this fight because Jaime was such a favorite to fucking win by knockout. This was the fight that I should have been telling y'all, bet the decision. But Rosado's ass has been stopped by TKO, cuts, corners, all types of shit. So I didn't, I didn't want to play the he's going to last 12 because I didn't know that his face would be tough enough that the, the, the body would wear stand up. Um, but that was your play right there. Now that in retrospect, it's easy to say, but you know, we remember I remember the odds, and Jaime was a huge favorite to stop him. Like a minus 200, minus 150. And uh, obviously, you know, he was great money to win by decision, which we didn't pick. I think uh, Coach Rivera did, though. I, I seen his... He won a few bets. But now all of y'all betting. I'm like, damn, everybody fucking winning. Even, even Super Mech sent me his bet. 
he won. I I I I I I fell back because I bet big on Canelo, man, and I'm mad. I need a I need a real good bet to win my Canelo money back. Freaking Canelo. I went with decision on Canelo. Keem the dream in Puerto Rico. What up? You calling in for your man Gabe and him or you just listening? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You say you know boxing? Yeah. What is it? Maybe I don't know. Tell me what a poor county is. Poor county. I've never heard that term before. Ah! That must be your term. You must have been big. You know, shake. HBO needs to fire you. You don't know shit about boxing. You ain't shit. Ness, what up, man? What up? Not much, man. I mean, let's be real. Gabe got robbed. He won that fight last night. Now nah, I'm just fucking with you. Now that was a good fight, though, man. That was a good fight. I thought Gabe was gonna be able to pull it out, man. But you know, um, it looked, it looked like McGee was just a younger, fresher, faster, you know, guy in there, basically letting off a little bit more combinations and whatnot. But it was still a really good fight, man. You agree with this fight of the year stuff people been saying? What this one? Yeah, the Mungia and uh, Rosado. See, I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't believe in that fight of the year just because two dudes beating each other up. But it was a good fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, it was a good fight, man. Absolutely. I just but, uh, hate, I just hate the fight of the years could only be bomb burners. Like, why can't it be, you know, some skillful shit? That's what people want to see, man. That's what people want to see. You know what I mean? They want it to be the the back and forth battle basically that's just what people like man that's why heavyweight boxing is so popular right that's most of the yeah. time what you're gonna see man so you know i feel you though but sometimes we do want to see the more technical fights be the uh be the fight of the year but shit don't work like that man but uh what else you was talking about this morning i just jumped on it was just monkey just and his options just hide me and his options like what's next oh, his options this guy like, he got big options. Bruh. He take what they give him, man. Bruh, you see how many? He's number one in the WBO, number one in the WBC. That means he could get a shot at Andre if he want. He's already number one at WBC. He could get a shot that, at hey, Charlo. Hey, I want to see that. Andre versus Munguia. Yeah, he, we need He's that. on the yeah. zone side. So no, he, wait, Andre that. No, yeah, Andre is at 60. Yeah. I'm at 54. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He, Let's do that. Let's get Andre versus Munguia. Nah, nah it fight. don't got to be that. He got options. He on the zone side, so he could get Murata Golovkin winner. You know, he went Golden Boy, so he could get what Lemieux. What belt does uh, Golovkin got? IBF? IBF and the IBO, and he fighting for the WBA versus Murata in December 29th, which is only yeah, less than a month away. And didn't know. That's how I heard about Munguia. He had, he had, didn't he petition to fight uh, Triple G or something, but he was at 154, and they, they wouldn't let him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was definitely trying to make that fight. And it, it, yeah, it, he and been trying to make that fight. So yeah, he probably will. He'll kill. He'll Triple kill G Triple G. Murata, he'll probably go that route. He he'll kill Triple G because because if Triple G gets out of that Murata fight, he gonna get out of there. Get in touch. Murata's a punch. I mean, he looked decent in that last fight against uh, what was dude's name? Seti Menta. Who Triple? Looked, uh, yeah, Triple G. Come on, man. Monguilla knocked out Seti Menta probably quicker, didn't he? Uh, I don't think Triple G knocked him out, did he? Oh, that's uh, even I think worse. he did. No, I think he did stop him. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember stopped. he was in there look, trying to look, be on his fake Canelo look. head movement and shit. Well, well, he took seven Monguilla, the younger, 
Lion took six. He said, yo, I, I'm quicker than the old man. He did it in a, man, that's about the same six, that, seven. That's no, it ain't, dog. Time, no, it ain't. If we competitors, I did it faster. That's all that matters. <laughs> you right. You right. You can't take that from me. But, you know, still, it, it, it don't show no uh, separation. It don't show a lot of separation. Oh, yes, it do. And it, 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 that much younger, that much faster. As soon as I seen his resume, all I heard was, anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> That's what yeah, I heard. Put, it, put him in there and watch your boy Munguia get stopped. Nah, I don't think so, man. I'm telling you, he made me a believer last night. That's, right, put it this way. that's what I needed. Anything you could do, I could do better. What did Triple G do to my boy Rosado compared to what Munguia did bruh, last night? Bruh, he had, a, he had a Rosado. Listen to me. He had, see, see, he had a Rosado, A, less experience. B, moving up on short notice. He didn't get no acclamation. This Rosado is more experienced, had three fights at 68, and arguably, in most hardcore's mind, was on a three-fight win streak. The best win streak of his career, too. He's been looking good lately, I give you that. No, it's the best. Listen, the last three fights of Rosado were the best of his career. Melikuliev... He stopped him. Melikuliev and Daniel Jacobs, those are the best two fights of his career. He's never had another two set of fights that high level. He got a draw with Arias. Again, Arias ain't Jacobs, though. Jacobs was at least a champ. He at least fought on pay-per-view versus Canelo and Gennady. It ain't the same. Be heard, man. Arias just be heard, though. Yeah, that's, that's retrospect. He coming off a big win. He coming off a big win. All I'm saying is, this was the best run of a Rosado. We ain't never had a Rosado this is good. I give you that. He's looking good, man. That's why I picked him to win. Damn, you picked him to win? Puerto Rico. I had him in a parlay, man. I had. I thought I had an easy parlay. I had Gabe, Terrence Crawford, and uh, Lyndon Arthur. Uh, uh, $20 was going to pay me out like three hundred or something. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. Man. I mean, I, I hear you, man. Gabe, but you know. He was on. He was on a streak. Let me get to some other callers, but he was on a streak, man. So I, I hear people betting with him. I I had to not bet because I knew I was I was biased. You know, I you know there was nothing I can do but 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 picture Gabe winning. So it's like, man, let me back off. And then I had Jeff from Nova Scotia, like, yo, put your money on Rosado every day, multiple times a day. He in the chat, like, yo, put your money on Rosado, unless you ain't gonna regret it. And every minute that he put it, I would feel like, oh man, do I put it? It's only ten dollars. Ten dollars wins me thirty-five. Ten dollars wins me forty-seven. I'm like, man, nah, man, nah, nah. The risk wasn't worth the reward for me. You know what I mean? It just wasn't. And luckily, I was right. The sad part is. If you would have bet that ten dollars on Jaime, you'd have won like eighty cent or some shit. I'm I'm horrible at math, so I I, I don't know the actual, but it would have been garbage. Uh, Jesus, what up? That yo, Jesus, that's who that's who Alicia was was talking about instead of Michaela. What up, man? What up? Um, that was a good fight, man. Those oh, were good yeah. fights last night. Man, it was a good, good day, man. The fights forever, are coming, though, too, man. so. 
Yeah, it did. It did. But, man, a lot of fights I was watching both at the same time. One on my phone, one on the TV. But um, imagine Mangia and Charlo um, in Dallas at the AT&T Stadium. Yeah, man. That was that loud. That, that's big money right there. That's a big fight. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe um, Super, Bowl, Super Bowl weekend or the weekend after. That's a big fight right there. That's a lot of money. People will come see that. That's that's a fight I want to see. But of course, I want to see him versus Andre. Uh, February seventh. February seventh. February seventh. February seventh. I mean, and then if the Cowboys don't don't um. I was thinking June. I was thinking the same date they did the Montiel fight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Or in March. March. What's happening in March? That could be. I know. Um, they could do it in Dallas in March. Mm. A month after the Super Bowl. But I mean, Super Bowl weekend that would be big too. But yeah, that 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 fight makes uh, money. You know, that's probably the fight to make money wise in Dallas. You know, yeah. but I'm cool with Triple G. I'm cool with um, with everything else. Um, so. Yeah, that's my corner. All right, champ. Jesus, thanks for calling in, LA. Coach Rivera, what up, champ? You call? You just listening? All right. Well, let me get to this super chat from you. Who said? Oh, there you go. So you are just listening? Nah, I'm just listening. Just listening. I'm working right now. Okay. Well, I'll go to your super chat. He says, "Boo Boo is a horrible fighter or the boogeyman." Why not get that forty million? Rosado deserves a light tune-up and then an okay fight before going against the top. Um, I'll say this, you know, because even though this is a show, a trolling show, I won't troll and do a show. But if you watch the All Access epilogue, they say, "Yo, what do you think of Keller Plant as an opponent?" He says, "Oh, as an opponent, I don't know. I'll find out tonight." But I like the money for this fight. So, you know, and that was pre-800 thou, you know? I just hope that means that we can get a David, which I don't think beats him, or a Charlo, which I don't think beats him, you know? That would be crazy if they beat him because that would mean that on that night, they showed true greatness because I don't see it based off what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. They're getting the job done to both of them. And at the end of the day, that's all they need to do. But it's, it's different to get the job done versus, like, the dudes you're doing it and, 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 and versus Canelo, man. We see that. Watching the replay. I watched the replay last night, um, trying to watch the fight. And then, you know, my girl had to work, so I turned it off. And... And then I watched the epilogue this morning, and obviously it gives you so much of the fight. And uh, Canelo's just a problem, man. Canelo's just a problem. Then, then you think about this video, man. Shout out to Punch, man. He's such a little creative guy, man. I guess little's the wrong word. He's such a great creative mind, you know. Uh, he put this thing together. Let me see if I can find it. Punch Drunk Boxing. Hopefully it's on his Instagram. And he and he found this interview of Floyd Mayweather. Oh yeah, he still got it there. Shout out to Punch, man. 
look at this, y'all. So if you're on my YouTube channel, YouTube forward slash The Boxing Voice, uh, we're gonna play this video. You keep hitting him around. So check what he says. You break the hip down. You stiffen the legs. You stiffen the legs, and they can't move fluidly. They be. You keep hitting them around the sides, girl. See, you go like this. See, you keep putting it. In. See, you put that in there. But when you, but when you throw that, something else come with it. You come here, 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 here. Mm. That old man got it. Get a few. That's how Canelo turns aside, filling up with the left right away. Enough of that, but you get the point. So his caption. You break the hip down. Let me mute it now. His caption is, Floyd Mayweather Sr. demonstrated what Canelo executed versus Plant. Canelo punches holes through the Philly shell. And uh, yeah, man, you got to wonder, did Canelo pick that up from that video? Did Eddie? Uh, but they definitely found their way to disrupt that Philly shell. Now, obviously, it is not Floyd Mayweather Jr., but um, they used Floyd Mayweather Sr., to break that hip down, you know, break that hip down. And it definitely slowed Caleb down, man. You know, it slowed him down. And, it, and, and you, you know, in the epilogue, you hear his corner. You can't take more than body shots. Stop taking body shots. Then you hear Coach Larry Wade like, yo, you ain't going to win this fight on the ropes. So that pressure, that Canelo pressure, them hips, that breaking of the hip, that shit was real. Real deal. Holy feel my jean back out, guy. Bueno, they up. Buenos días, buenos días. What up, man? Not much, brother. Um, actually, Duran had a, a video like that as well, saying the same exact thing mm. uh, a few years ago. Um, when they asked him what would he do if he would face uh, Floyd in his prime, and he broke it down same same way that Floyd Senior did. Um, yeah, he, I mean, you, when you're when you're at that level, man. <laughs> I mean, you, you're seeing things that. Us, us, you know, uh, um, fans can't even picture. Uh, we can't even put two and two together in that damn ring. Um, but yeah, I, I would love, I would love to see the Andrade fight. That's the fight that I want. Um, I think, you know, the person that that ends up beating Jaime can, you know, just come out straight out and be like, "Listen, this Mexican couldn't beat me, and no other Mexican could beat me." And that's how you get the Canelo fight. Mm. Let's be honest. I mean, beating beating somebody from that country that uh, has a big res representation here as well, um, I think is how you're going to get the Canelo fight. It's almost like, you know, like uh, um, facing somebody's brother, you know, like uh, 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 the Hattons or the Kodos. You know, you're always going to say you want the other brother. So... I don't know, man, but that's what I, well, well, I just I just jumped on. That's what was it that you said that who who do you want Jaime to face next? What's your opinion? I honestly didn't make a selection, uh, but based off his interview with Boxing Social, he's gonna take Dervianchenko, and he wants Golovkin. So I guess you know he will know. I, I don't expect him to to get in the ring. Before that, the, before the Golovkin fight, but I do expect him to see what he needs to see in that fight to decide if it's going to be Golovkin, Murata winner, or Dervianchenko, like he said in I, his interview. 
I'm going to be honest with you. He's not getting the Triple G fight. We're getting Triple G Canelo 3 next. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm positive of that. Well, Triple that G got to win Murata. Murata. You mean after Murata. that? Listen, I mean, yeah, the Murata fight is going to be tough because Murata is a puncher, but Triple G has one of the best chins we've ever seen. But, uh, but you think Triple G in December and then turns around versus Canelo in May? Yes. Yeah, yep. I don't know, man. That's enough. That's enough time. That's six, six I don't know. seven what, what, months. But ain't this bigger? Triple G in December, Jaime Triple G in May, Canelo winner in September. I don't think Triple G is going to risk that. I don't know, man. I, I mean, he's a small dude. He started at forty-seven. This dude. This dude's in China. You about to fight on the 29th. You know that's a Wednesday? I I, I know. I, yeah, but that it's um Yeah, that shit ain't gonna also, resonate also, with us. We no, we the hardcores, yes, and 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 everyone we can get, you know, our lips to their ears, but like with with, with regular America with the eight hundred thousand that tuned in to Canelo, they're not gonna know that Triple G went to Japan. I don't think so. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, so. Ness, but he he has he hasn't taken any fights since uh, what? How many fights did since the second uh, Canelo yeah, fight? They, One but fight. But they restructured his contract too, man. They cut the cord on that bullshit just like they did Canelo. Google yeah, it. Yeah, so that, he, yeah, you know, he might be I, I, like they might be like, yo, look, it's Canelo or Jaime. If Canelo says no to you, dog, you fighting Jaime or you off our fucking network? I mean, I don't know. I know I they restructured think... him. I know they restructured him. Listen, money talks. Money talks, but I'd like to think that Canelo and Eddie do have a relationship where Canelo's just not going to cut Eddie off, and he'll still work with the Zone. This is my personal opinion, and I also don't want to pay for a fucking pay per view, man. I'm paying for the Zone, no, so I, I, you. I, you know, I hear you, but it don't sound like that, man. You know, obviously reporters are reporting purposely. They're, they're yeah. asking specific questions like, "How was your treatment?" and "What do you like?" But he's still answering the way that has to frighten Eddie. You know, when they ask you, what do you think of Caleb as an opponent? You're like, well, I don't know as an opponent. We'll find out tonight. But I like this fight because of the money. It's like, okay. You know, he's got his thinking cap on is all I'm saying. Yeah, nah. I mean. And look, uh, that was pre. I, I keep repeating it. That was pre- pay-per-view buys. That was the night of the fight with Jim Gray. Remember, now it's 800,000. So that means that 40 looked like so much more. And 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 I seen Keith Eidick answer my question. Al renegotiated that that 50% bullshit long ago. He don't even pay 10%, Keith Eidick said. Yeah, so, I saw I saw that. So when they made when they made 800, bro, they all happy right now. Not just Canelo, but Al too. For sure, for sure. No, no, no. Listen, Eddie's going to have to go and talk to Saudi, even though it's not going to happen in Saudi, but he's going to need some investors to, to be able to, to give Canelo what he wants. Um, and he doesn't really have the fights over there at the zone right now, except for but maybe let's the be Triple real. G fight. Do you think that the zone is going to pay 40 to Canelo for Andre and another 10 for Andre? Because Andre ain't just going to fight Canelo now. No. Everybody no. see what Canelo's giving their fighters. You know what I'm saying? You got 
You got 14 for Kovalev, 12.5 for Jacobs, 10 million plus for Plant, 8 million for, for Billy for Joe. Really. Bro, Andre ain't just about to lay down for no $5 million. And, and, ne and is, neither did Dervianchenko, remember. Neither did Dervianchenko. No, definitely. But And then this is where you know that the, the rumors of the zone pay-per-view are real. When you start putting the numbers together, it's going to be on pay-per-view. If they want to pay Canelo that money, they're going to have to make a pay-per-view. And that's it. Mm. Unfortunately. Uh, Ness, great show, brother. Have a great Sunday. You too. All of you guys enjoy, enjoy. Let's see. We got some super chats here. Ronald Finkley, who says, I just joined Patreon. Shout out to you, champ. Backbone of the community. Madbet100 says, Bumgarner won me some money. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. You know? You win, we all win. Jaguar Paul says, laugh out loud at anybody saying Canelo walking down Benavidez. David can be a champ at Cruiser if he wants to. Also, Munguia, Andre, needs to happen at DAZN. Um, Man, Sunday at 7 p.m., which is today at 7 p.m., we're going to definitely talk about David, but uh, let's just set the tempo by saying, I don't see what y'all see. I don't see what y'all see. And, and let's double down by saying that, that that Showtime needs to do better. So last night, like I said, you know, um, the Munguia fight was so late, I missed the, the Benavidez fight. So I got the app so you could watch East or West Coast, but you would have had to re-watch the whole freaking Canelo fight, right, uh, with Plant. And I tried to do that, but man, it, we talking about one something in the morning, and I'm still not in the David Benavidez fight, or the undercard, which you know I had to watch Jose, because it was going to come on. And obviously my girl had to go to work, so it's like, I had to shut the TV off. Now, I got to wait till 9 a.m., because they bum ass don't got on demand. And this is what I'm saying, the zone is so many light years ahead of these fucking fools. That it's sad. And I just wish this the zone billionaire just talk to Al, offer him some money too. Like what especially now that it looks like there's barely anything of on, on, on Golden Boy the Zone, right? Like there's barely a the zone golden boy. Like, man, come on, man. Look for another person because the zone does it so much better. Like you go to your YouTube channel. The freaking highlights for Gabe Brazado's already there. Last I checked, it had over 130,000 already, you know. The highlights for Cepeda's there. It had 20,000 when I checked, you know. Uh, what else? There was another highlight there. I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. The point is, they on their job, you know. And I know for a fact if I go to the app, I can go ahead and see those same fights that they got highlights on their YouTube channel. I can see them in their entirety and they're already separate. I don't got to watch the whole card. It's like, yo, William Cepeda versus whoever he fought. You understand? Simple. It's not hard. You know what I mean? It's not that hard to do that. But this is not what they're doing. Instead, you got to watch a rewatch live at 9 a.m. What am I doing at 9 a.m.? I'm working. 
I'm already here. I can't be there watching it. What am I going to do? Watch it here in the background? Like, they don't even have on demand. How don't you have on demand for boxing? People got so much shit to do when you got these fights starting at 1, 12, 11. How the shit on demand? They, they almost force you to steal it, man. Like, I literally watched David Benavidez on YouTube this morning. It was already there. Some YouTube channel with weird Arabic name uh, or Arabic letters had it already. 458 comments, 80-something thousand views. That's 80-something thousand people that could have watched it on your YouTube channel or on your on-demand. They, they, they just, you know, they corny, man. They're really struggling over there. They really need to, like, assess themselves and see that from a social media standpoint alone, they're losing. There's not a highlight of David Benavidez on the Showtime uh, channel, but y'all want me to talk about David and, and Bumgarner. That's what I'm saying. When, it, when you lack in promotion, how do you get talked about? You go to Showtime Boxing, and all they got is Jose Benavidez's post-fight, no, no pictures of the fight. Not one replay of the fight. If boots fight, they licking his boots with replays. This is what I'm saying. They don't know how to promote, man. It's very, very sad. Very, very sad. And for, for David, all he gets is a still shot picture. You know? It's just that they don't know what they're doing. And they're, they're, it's, you know, very sad. Very sad. That's all I can repeat and say, man. Because at this point, it's just like, when will they learn how to do better? But it, but it looks like they'll never get it right. They'll never get it right. And I'm saying they generalizing because, you know, even though the zone is killing it from a social media standpoint and an on-demand standpoint uh, and the price standpoint, you know, they're not giving me the fights that I want as an American boxing fan. You know, I want more American-friendly fights, you know, and the fact that Liam I seen on the zone versus Andre and now is no longer there and Eubank was offered a fight with Andre on the zone and now he's no longer there. Now I got to fight. I got to watch them two fight. I don't even know how, right? Because we, we still haven't found the way to watch boxing from Sky Sports, right? They just signed Clarissa. I don't know what they plan on doing with us. Hopefully, we get to watch their fights. Uh, we got Super Chat from Coach Rivera that says, what you think, Ness? Thinking emoji. Monguilla versus Ronald Ellis. I like it. I mean, you biased, Coach. You know you're getting your mans a fight, and I ain't mad at you, man. Um, Ellis is bigger, though, and he has 68. Could he make 60? It'll be a good barometer fight because... Um, David just fought Ellis. But, again, Ellis is a bigger man. I'm pretty sure if I Google him, he even fought my dude, Union Johan, probably, like, at a catch weight. Right? I'm pretty sure. But, yeah. Mungi's promoter calling out Triple G. Yeah, I'm sure. He's 39 years old, and they know he about to go fight a puncher. If he makes it out of that fight, he going to be 
not he gonna be le less than what he is unless he shows us any different. I expect him to take some punishment in that fight and still win because of his experience. But he is going to Japan too. You never know if Triple G ends up in a rematch, man. You know, and he what would he care? He's gonna get an expensive rematch in Japan. This this fight is money for him out there and for the zone. Remember that the zone has the zone Japan. They've been dying for this fight. They wanted Canelo to take this fight. Let's be real. And that's how they get it. If if Murata beats Triple G, Canelo in Japan is next. Let me tell you that right now. The same way they've been trying to get AJ to China, and that's why they've been pushing Zilao J. He just can't get one. I mean, my man out here looking life and death with Jerry. Count Drago says, never understood why on-demand stopped hyping pay-per-views. I don't know, man. I don't know I don't know what you mean by why on-demand stopped hyping pay-per-views. Or do you mean like on-demand on, on your cable box? Because I know when I order it, the channel is called on-demand. So I don't know what you really mean. But... Uh, they definitely need to do some hyping. That's all I'm saying. Definitely need to do, do, do some hyping. Uh, but we got Rod in L.A. What up? Yo, what up, Ness? Chill. Yo, man, um, that Jaime Mugia fight with Rosado, man. It was a it was a good fight, man. Um, I was rooting for my boy Gabe. I was hoping he pulled that fight through. But, I mean, Jaime, man, he just got the youth on him, man. Uh, I think the realistic fight next, man, is going to be Jaime against Andrade. I don't see Triple G taking that fight. I think Triple G might go for that Canelo fight. And uh, as far as Benavides, man, look, I'm a Benavides fan, but I'll be honest with you, man. I wasn't really impressed with the performance last night. It really didn't convince me to see why he deserves that Canelo fight. I'll be honest, I think the best next fight to make is perhaps Benavides and Charlos at 68. That's my comment. Peace. He slid in his little Benavidez talk. Yeah, man. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that thumbs up and go ahead and subscribe. We're trying to get to 130,100. We're slow rolling. We're at 130,062. So I still need that 40. feel like I've been asking you for 40 all week. And we're definitely not winning. We need to get 40 by tonight. Let this resonate through the YouTube community and the boxing world. We need 40 by tonight or we will fail our goal of 100 a week. Come on. Can I get some love? Can I get some love? We need 100 a week and it's the last day. I've been asking for 40 all week. Let's go. Lady Shan be back Monday, Mula Mula. Mula Mula. Lady Shan got kids and husbands and all that greatness, bruv. Like, you know, she can't be on every single day. You know, she comes on when she can't come on. And she's always welcome to come on. Just like uh, my good friend Amilcar, D Styles, Joe Habib, you know, or anybody in the community want to come on, chop it up. We more then welcome them all to the round table to discuss book sale. But on that note, I think I got the, all my super chats. Let me refresh one more time. 
That is it. Ness GTO, Instagram and Twitter. My gene bet, boomerang or you outie? I sent you a counterpunch, but it's all good. Uh, I just wanted, you were talking about the Showtime app, and uh -huh. I actually forgot to mention it last week. So I ordered the fight on the Showtime app, and again, I thought that they were going to learn after you said what you said about Fox uh, uh, and Showtime not giving you um, what you buy. I bought it, and now it's not there anymore. I can't, I can't rewatch the Canelo fight. Yeah, that's why, that's why I don't, you know, I, I, I prefer to buy on ESPN, YouTube, you know, those places let you keep it. Bro, they, they got to do something because, you know, I support wherever I can. I never, I don't steal it ever, mm -hmm. but you were right. They are literally forcing you to steal it. Yeah. That's yep. a shame, bro. That's it's a like, shame. I it's mean, like, that's what, that's the definition of forcing, like, I. I have to work so I can't watch your replay that you're forcing me to watch. And now I still want to watch. So you're forcing me to go to YouTube and just type it in. It's there. Right. It's crazy, man. They they, they definitely got to step up their game. The Zone, I love their platform. I I really wish that everything that's boxing was there. Um, I don't think we'll ever get to that point, but they're on top of it, man. They're on top of it. All of us as boxing fans should be supporting The Zone. Uh, but Ness, great. Have a great Sunday, brother. All right. All righty then. Refreshing one more time. Making sure we got all the callers, and it looks like we do. Ness, GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Catch me on the next one tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. We will be right back. Peace.